ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
were chosen and anointed to lead us Peter the rock. I could have chosen Matthew, Mark, or Luke, but I called you when I chose you. for me I'm struggling to understand you Peter do you really love me why did you say you didn't know me did you betray me just like
Tears that made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoken anger. Her voice whispered, There's no place here for her kind. Still on, she came through the shame that flashed her face. Till I left. She knelt before his feet. I know she spoke no words. Everything she said was heard. As she poured her love for the master from her box of Oil from Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair. You and they. A prisoner to the sin that held me bound. I spent my days, poured my life without measure into a little treasure box. I thought I found 
Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair, my hair. Cause you. can't stop clapping that song has blessed my life and if it has indeed blessed yours you can give another loud shout to the Lord ladies and gentlemen I'm not going to waste your time this morning the man of God has been ready ever since prepared to tell you the mind of God this morning ladies and gentlemen why not shout why not clap clap to your clap 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 and shout Help me welcome to this pulpit the servant of God, our father, our bishop, Edwin Morgan. Ago. Shout to the Lord.
before we sit down, I want to ask us to pray for the leaders of the service who are called Basenta leaders. They are the ones who make the service possible. And uh, many of them are young. Many of them are even in school. Let's pray for them that God will help them in their lives, in their ministries, that he will anoint them not only for church, but also for their personal lives as they go to school, as they marry, that God will make them great people and solid leaders in his kingdom because God raises captains he raises leaders that is why in first Samuel chapter 10 we see prophet Samuel pouring oil on Saul's head said is it not because the Lord has made you a captain and the service has got great captains who can even be greater so for a couple of minutes I want us to just lift up our hands and pray for the leaders in the service the leaders the builders of the service let's pray let's lift up our hands everyone and let's pray for our basenta leader if you know anyone or you can even pray for your basenta leader if you if you know his name pray let's pray for them Father, we pray for our leaders, God. We pray for our pastors. We pray for our Jesus. We pray, Lord, for our pastors and shepherds. We pray, Lord, that we will use them. Build their lives, anoint them, prosper them, help them, help them, Lord, help them, Jesus. Yes, yes, marriages, Lord, help them at their workplaces, help them. Yes. Jesus. Give them the strength to go forward and yes. to march on and to do well. And Give them a miracle. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray. A miracle. Send them a miracle. Miracle. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Miracle. Miracle. Send a miracle their way. A miracle that you send men to help David, but I send men to help them. Yes, send men to help them. Send men to help them. Yes, Jesus, prosper them, prosper them, Lord, advance them, advance them, Lord, bless them, let them do well in the name of Jesus. Let them not be said, ah, that they serve the Lord. Jesus, let there be a difference as they serve them. Let there be a difference between them and their competitors. 
between them and their enemies, between them and their colleagues. But if you want the book of Malachi, you said that there will be a difference between them that said the Lord and them that said not. In Jesus' name, Amen. And finally, I want us to pray for ourselves that this week a miracle will come your way. A miracle. Something supernatural that cannot be explained physically. A blessing that there are testimonies already happening as I'm talking now. Yes, for Wednesday, for Thursday, for for, for Tuesday. And as we pray for supernatural acts of God this week, we are by that prayer blocking every evil. Anything God has not allowed into your life shall not happen in the week that is ahead of us. Clap your hands and pray right now for your life. For an act, an act of God. A major act of God. Deliver from evil. Deliver from evil. Deliver from evil, Lord. Yes. We curse it. We block it. We stop it. We disallow. Jesus. Yes. Every other name fades away. Only God's power. Only God's power. Makatalabasa. Melebosa. Father, we thank you. Evil is blocked. Wickedness is stopped. What is not God's will shall not happen. Angels are meeting you ahead of time. The hand of God is on your life. A special light will light up your path and guide you to watered places and places of blessings. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want you to sit back and relax. I want to welcome our sister Maria Mito. Bless us. And I want to ask you to pull out your yellow book. We are ending this exciting journey in this book. And uh, I'm going to miss it very much. I'm really going to miss it very much. But um, the last chapter in this book is your role as a church member. Your role as a church member. Ask your neighbor, are you a church member? Or you are just a visitor? Clap your hands for yourselves.
please lift your hands as you are sitting down. I feel like praying for healing for someone. Somebody sitting in this service. A certain tumor is drying up right now. A certain pain that is a part of your body. That pain is vanishing supernaturally. Tumors are disappearing supernaturally. Minimized or loss of function is changing now. Restore, restore, heal. Angels of God, heal in this atmosphere. Let healing take place. Let mighty healings take place now. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Responsibilities as a member. If you belong to any any society or you know any group, there are things expected of you. Sometimes, depending even on the group, there are things you are supposed to wear. Or yes, if you belong to the choir today, you can't wear brown, or you can't wear green. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm sending a message to someone. You, you, you can't wear green when you are a member of the King's Choir. So every group you are in, there's, there are things expected of you. 
Even in our biological families, there are things expected of us. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Let's read verse 14 and then we come to verse 15. These things write I unto thee hoping to come to thee shortly. That's the model of ministry. Hoping to come to thee. Every pastor, basenta leader, GSO must know this verse. First Timothy 3 verse 14. I'm writing this but really my hope is to come to you. A, a pastor must learn to go to the members where they are. It's one of the pillars of visitation. David, the members under you, you must have a mind to come to them, go to them. If you are a leader and you don't go to your members, you are not a good shepherd. A good shepherd goes to the place where the member is. Yes, goes to that eight-bedroom mansion. Yes, and drinks Malta Guinness when he served. You go there. The one in the chamber and hall, you go there. And when you go there, you must even give the member some money for paint. The member who sleeps in a kiosk, you have to go there. It sit in the kiosk and sit there. You are a shepherd. Sit there. When you are leaving, you must promise the person you are making arrangements to relocate him to a chamber and hall. <laughs> oh, single room first. Single room first. Then we progress to chamber and hall. So if you are a leader, learn to go there. Tell your neighbor, go there. Go there. It's not only when we are preaching that we go there. So I'm writing this to you. I really am writing this, but my, my original intention is to come to you. Yeah, don't be a leader who doesn't go there. Who doesn't go to where the member is. Yes. We don't, we don't shepherd through WhatsApp. Go there. So, King Square, expect your pastors to come to your house. It's very important. Visitation. Visitation is very important for a leader. You must visit your members. You need to visit. You know. Well, let's go on. This is not what we are looking for. But, but in case I don't come. <laughs> in case I delay. Now, in this case, we were talking about the church. So if I tarry long, that thou mayest know, can I have New King James? But if I'm delayed, if I'm delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself 
in the house of God. Which is the church of the living God. The pillar and the ground of truth. She said, I'm writing this to you so you know how to conduct yourself. There is a way to conduct yourself in the house of God. You don't just behave anyhow in the house of God. You don't just behave anyhow in the house of God. There is a way to conduct yourself. It's called, the Greek word is ethos. Don't, don't, don't write that. Even the English, you've not finished passing. As someone that says IT or ET. It's OT. Yes. You need to know how to conduct yourself in the church. I've been in church for close to 40 years. I've had to conduct myself in a certain way. The people who don't conduct themselves well don't last. They don't last. There is a way to behave in the church. I'm telling you. And before I even continue with the points, I can give you one tip. Just one tip. That will help you to behave in the church, which a lot of us don't have. So it's worth mentioning. That tip I'm giving you is the word humility. Humility. If you don't have humility, you cannot relate with the house of God. You must be humble. Don't have a relationship with God's house on the basis of pride. Rate yourself of pride. Leave it in your car. When you enter the car, you wear it and you take it home. No, because, because see, one of the things you may not know is that as we are here, you see us as small, small boys with nothing and so on. God is blessing us. Yes, God is blessing us. And God should be able to bless you and make you a millionaire like he made Abraham a millionaire. And still be able to talk to you to move. To do this. Have a baby now. Have a baby now. I know you are 100 years old, but I want a child from you. Humble. Humble. All of us, many of us are going to have husbands and wives. When you marry, you have a wedding ring, you must not be arrogant. You must not be arrogant. So I'm, I'm going to give you some points, but I'm just saying that we can even end the service right now with the summary that if you can be humble, if you can be humble, you will be very, very great in the house of God. Because all kinds of people will enter here. Rich people, 
famous people, whatever. But you need, you need to know that there is not everywhere that you throw your weight about. Even in our normal lives as chief executives of companies, who like we are people working under us, we send and we, as managing directors, I'm a bank manager. There's even my normal life as a bank manager, where I send people, I appoint people, and so on. <laughs> are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I can't go to my mother's house and, and behave like a bank manager. Hey, uh, uh, Sarah, just get up and uh, get me some 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 drink. Uh, um, uh, we are having a meeting, so uh, go and sleep. You are connected. You are. Asking your mother to go and sleep. Because there's a meeting in the morning. She will slap you. I mean, my mother, she will, she will let you sit down and ask you if you are well. <laughs> so, so, you may be a very powerful person, but you, you, even, even, even on earth, you don't take your things everywhere. I mean, no matter who you are, if you, if you go to the Flagstaff house to meet the president of this country, I mean, you put your hands behind you. You see that you are cool. Meanwhile, a day before, you were shouting instructions at workers. But, but in the presence of the, pre, of the president, you see that you are cool. Yeah. And if our president also finds himself in the presence of Queen Elizabeth, you will see that he will be cool. Be very cool. So I'm saying that all of us, there is a place where we don't take our things. So let the church also be one of the places where you don't take your things. Where a pastor can instruct you. A pastor can say no. It's called the ethos. The ethos. I mean, think of a king like David. Was one of the wealthiest men. I mean, the money he left his son Solomon made him a, a very rich man. But David had a pastor. I mean, he was a great man, but in, in the presence of God and the presence of God's servant, he was very humble. Even when he was going somewhere, he would come and ask his pastor. But you, when you are going, you just get up and you go. So every bad behavior is changing today. <laughs> yes. You, you would ask. Even when, when there were fights, he had to fight. He would ask that, should I go and fight? And he would say, go. Then the second time he was going to fight, he would come and ask that, should I go and fight? He would say, go. He would have thought that, oh, once he said go and fight the first time, it means that, oh, this pastor, he's into wars. He likes fighting. So the next time there's a fight, I don't need to ask him because he likes fighting. But the second time, he went to ask. He went to the pastor, should I go? And he said, go. And then there was another fight. He went to ask, should I go and fight? We would have thought that as he had told him the first time, second time to go, this third time, he wouldn't even ask. But he went to ask and the pastor said, don't go. Do not go. And he didn't go. I'm saying that God is going to bless us. We are going to have cars. 
build houses. You'll be great. You'll be, I mean, you, you will have hair. What don't you have? <laughs> you have hair. So that very soon you pass your hand through your hair like this, and there's hair. And it's not a wig. But when your hair grows, learn to be humble. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm going to come, but if in case I delay, I'm giving you these writings. So that you know how to conduct yourself in the church of God. Is it beautiful? So number one, I've taught you already, is that your, your role is that of a faithful attendee. It's a responsibility. Be a faithful attendee. It's a responsibility. I mean, try to be faithful. Is that where faithful attendee means that it may not be easy. Mm-hmm. Faithful means that in spite of difficulties, you are still around. I had a meeting. I had a meeting. But because I need to be with you, I've rearranged the meeting to be faithful to you. I have a very, very big meeting with my with all the pastors and leaders in this part of Accra. Very big on a day. And I discovered that a very important person in this church, a little girl, is having her wedding on that day. I said, no. She can't have her wedding. When leaders, the leaders who must be also, she has been to everybody's wedding. Son. So small wedding. So I've changed that big meeting. It will never happen on a wedding day. It will happen when I'm in when I'm in authority. I will not happen. I'll not let it happen. It will not happen. It can't happen. I can't do that to her. I, I must. I must change. I must adjust myself to suit her. Yes, I'm adjusting myself. A, a lot of things have, have been planned around that. But I'm adjusting. You also learn to adjust your life to be in church. I'm begging you. Where I'm standing, if I kneel down, you won't see me. I would have knelt down. Adjust your life. Why do we say he's a faithful husband? What does he mean? He has met girls. He has had all kinds of whatever, but he still is is committed to this one. (laughs) So don't think, don't don't make yourself somebody who only comes to church when it is convenient. It doesn't make you faithful. And your conduct must be that of a faithful attendee. Learn to be sick and be in God's house. After all, you go for American visa interviews when you are in your cardigan. Faithful means that it was not easy. There are many times it's so easy to come to church. I mean, if the bus in your area doesn't bring you to church, you should learn how to take your own church and come. Faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. 
It is the ethos of the house of God. Number two, your second role in the church is that of a stable Christian. Yes. That is different from attending church faithfully. Be a stable Christian, not a stable church member. It didn't say church member. Christian, Christian, be stable. For example, a student on campus does not study medicine today, law tomorrow, and geography the next day. He will gain nothing and achieve nothing in the end. It is important to be stable in one place. No, it is, it, it is, the, it is, it is the conduct I am expecting of you. You can't be here and paying tithes to Presby. It's not what God wants you to do. That's not what God wants you to do. Neither can you be here today and tomorrow you are in Victory Bible Church. You can't be a dancing star at OEB and a dance and, 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 and a star at Adenta Bread of Life. Neither can you have me as your pastor and then another prophet under a tree somewhere where you consult once a while and he gives you some things to drink and to put on some, 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 some oil to anoint your pillow. Be stable. stable. Try. You see, that is what makes the church beautiful. That's what makes the church a nice place to be. Make up your mind that you, would, you, you will not be a Christian who backslides fashionably. Like, like you disappear for three weeks. Then when you appear, everybody gathers around you and asks you, what's wrong? And they are bringing you oranges and bananas and whatever. Are you a monkey to be receiving bananas? Are you a monkey? Psalm 92 verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. That's how you must be planted in one place. Think of the palm tree behind your house. Does it move around? Or think of the mango tree on your compound. Imagine you wake up and it's not there. You ask, you say, it's going to see off its friend around, around the junction and come back. You are there and the tree is arriving. Is it a Nigerian movie or an Indian movie? What type of movie is that? When we wake up, we expect the tree to be there. When I come on Sunday, I expect you to be sitting where you are sitting. Stable. 
Your third role, hmm, this one is deeper, is to pay your tithes. You see the place is quiet? It's getting tentious. The service is getting tentious. If you are in this church and you do not pay your tithes, you are not behaving well. That's not the conduct. Pay tithe. What is tithes? It's 10% of your increase. Whether it is your salary or somebody murmured. I murmured somebody right now. I expect that person to pay tight. <laughs> so if you like, you to murmur me and see. I, I, I'll pay tight. <laughs> Oh yes, if you work, you see, that is the behavior of a Christian. One day, I'm sure I will teach about tithes. But I can tell you right now that one of the ways to know whether you are a genuine child of God is the tithes. You see, the tithe. somebody can come and put a tithe of 5,000 cities. Which means he, he, his increase was what? 50,000. 5,000 cities here as tithes. And when we see, say, hey, who is this? Esu. What you don't know is that the person should have brought 15,000. Nobody knows what is happening to your finances. Nobody knows what is happening to your finances. No, no, no one. Only you know. So sometimes, even when we were in school, quite apart from mock exams and uh, final exams and class exams, at least I examined myself. I would take a book, answer questions, and then go to the end and use the answers to mark myself. I did that many times before the mock. So I was always stopping. Because before the exam, I had already examined myself several times. How to answer the questions. The steps, have I missed a step? Because you see, you can answer a question and then jump a step in your head. You solve that step in your head and then bring the, the, the next one on the paper. But you are losing marks. So, so I'm just saying that examine yourself to see if you are a proper Christian. You may not be a proper Christian. One of the biggest ways to know that you are a genuine and sincere child of God is the tithes. Because that one, nobody sees. Nobody sees it. Some of you, when it's offering time and we are coming around, some are bringing five Ghana, some are bringing, you see, and all these insincere things. It's not, you, you, you come and pass there and you do airdrop. airdrop. 
airdrop. There's nothing in your hand, but you put your hand in it as if there is. It's called airdrop. Look, I got born again when I was 16. Yes. From that day, Titan has been a core pillar in my life. And God has blessed me. Young man, pay tithes, even if it is 50 pesos, drop it in and walk away. That's how God blesses us. If it's one Ghana city from 10 Ghana, drop it. Give it to God. And now, unlike those days when, you know, he gets the 50 Ghana and your tithe is five. And you, get, you keep it on Monday. <laughs> By the time it's Sunday, you can't even find the money. <laughs> it's, it's gone somewhere. <laughs> you cannot account for it. By the grace of God now, there is mobile money that you can... That, me, I just pay and I'm free. Honestly. One of my most exciting moments on my momo, uh, transaction is to pay a tithe. I, 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 I like to be free because the tithe is the Lord's. It's not for you. I'm going to teach on the tithe well, but I'm just helping you. You know, can you put the Momo number on the screen, my dear? The, the tithe Momo. There's a green one. Aha, uh-huh, this one. Zero five five six zero 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 two five seven. You can take a picture of this and keep it. Your, you see, Genesis four. Genesis chapter four. You can take a picture. And Adam knew his wife. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. You can't take the picture. People are taking the picture. So. Okay. I, um, I was going to say Adam chapter 4. <laughs> Genesis chapter 4. Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain. And she said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. Look at a man from the Lord. How he behaved. And you are also a man from the Lord. Verse 2. And then she bare his brother Abel. Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. There's nothing wrong with tilling the ground. There's nothing wrong with keeping sheep. But look at verse 4. Oh, verse 3. And in process of time, it came to pass, watch the English language, that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering to the Lord. An offering. A fruit. Verse 4. 
and Abel, he also brought of the firstlings. Of his flock. As well as the fat. That's the firstlings of the animals. As well as the fat. So the Lord. The Bible says. Had respect. To Abel. And to his offering. Look at that word again. is appearing. Offering. The same thing that was used to describe Cain's. It's also used here. It's an offering. A tithe is also an offering. But it's a special offering. So apparently it was off, it was tithe time. But Cain just brought something. But Abel brought the first fruits. Cain could have also brought the first fruits of his bananas. Mangoes, cassava. Yes, there is a first fruit of everything. But Cain did not bring the tithes. A lot of us, your relationship with God is just an offering. You just bring something. This was a special day. A special day. And this thing, you may think, oh, it's just a tithe I brought. It's my five Ghana. And she didn't bring her five. Somebody gave her ten Ghana. And gave her also ten. And she brought one Ghana. And she didn't bring the tithe. She just brought 20 pesos or 50 pesos. Oh, it's just a tithe. I didn't bring it. But from here, you see that destinies changed. Cain's life changed from verse 4. Because God didn't accept what he was doing. He became bitter. He killed. He was cursed. It was never well with him. Just by the giving of of, of a tithe. Don't destroy your life. Don't destroy your life. Proverbs 3 verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruits. May you not be a king. The first fruit of all thine increase. Ideally, we should be tightened from our salary. Tightened from our happiness. Tightened from our marriages. Tightened from our strength. Yes. The last time you even sweated for God. All your sweating is in in your work. There should be a day where the sweating is not in the bank. But the sweating is in some soul you are chasing. It's a tight. Hmm? Has God blessed you? Why can't you 
let God's house enjoy some of it. But let me stop becoming mystical and mysterious about the tightening of your sweat and everything. The money in your pocket. Where is the tight? Some of you, your, your wig is a tight. Your hairstyle is a tight you have used to, to do the hair. Yes. The pony you are wearing may be a tight. It's getting tensious in the service. Don't be in that house of God and you don't pay tithes. Do you know why? This is Proverbs 3. Let's go to Malachi 3. It's getting tensious. It's getting more, even more tensious. Malachi 3 verse 10. Look at it. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. I'm reading. And it's, say all. all. Yeah. A lot of us, some of you pay tithes only of your salary. But you don't pay tithes from your Western Union. You still have Western Union? Sorry. Um, Momo. World remit. So you are you are behaving officially with God. That your official salary of thousand five hundred, he he can expect one fifty, but honestly, he will not see anything more. Which means that the one fifty you are giving it in anger. Yes, yes. You are not happy. If you really give it out of joy, you will give other tithes out of joy. That's how we know that this 150 you are giving, you actually are not happy. You are you are you are you are you are officious. And do you want God to also behave officially with you? But that's not even not what, why, why I'm reading this. I mean, all the tithes into the storehouse. Look at it. That there may be meat. Uh-huh. I, I made a, a comment somewhere in the service that God watches you. He watches you. Try and one day, just not one day, over a month, just scan through the Bible, you will see that you, you, you come to a shocking and disturbing conclusion that hardly will you find God taking the first step. It is a very disturbing observation in the Bible. Most of the time, you will find God Responding to your move. Yes. A lot of what you will experience from God will be responses. 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 
He watches what you've done and then he looks at it and you even 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 the measure you meet out is the measure if you meet out in spoons you also receive in spoons so when you don't pay your tithes you are depriving the church yes i'm going to tell you something something wonderful when you don't pay your tithes Please look at my face, or maybe you can't see me. Let me come up. Can you see my face now? When you don't pay your tithes, any time the tithe ends up with you on your head as a wig, on your body as a dress, in your stomach as kebab, under your feet as shoes. Anytime the tide ends up with you, I'm telling you what you've done. Anytime the tide doesn't come to the house of God, you have actually, it means that you have deprived God's house of its meat. Just take this home. It's my free gift to you. There's no charge. And, and, and I need you to know it. So that you will know that you know it. Thank you. I finished. Know it. Know it. You may be eating it. But remember that what you have done has deprived the church's storehouse of a certain meat. Now, you can guess. It also means that you too, you will not have meat to eat. Madamos Kabaya, do you know meat? Meat is not meat. Meat is not pork. Meat is not chicken. Meat is not fish. Meat is not mutton. Meat is not beef. Meat. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of the Father. That is, what makes me happy? I know it's getting tensious, but listen, I am aware. He sent his disciples to go and buy meat. And when they came, he sent them. But he was no more interested. Because he was counseling someone. Talking to someone. And he told them that, honestly, you can go and eat it. Because I have found what makes me happy. Maybe you are young. But you don't know, you've not seen a sister with a lot of money in the bank. But she's losing weight. You've not met a man with money around him. 
or he's taking antidepressants. Very little of our life. You see, it's because you are poor that you think money answers all things. Oh, I should say it again. You know me, I'll, I'll do it for you. I said, it's be, you see, when you don't have something, you think that if you get it, you'll be happy. Is there anybody who has wished to have something and you now have it, but it's not making any, it's like, it's, yeah, that's it. So your problem is not a car. It's not that dress. It's because you don't have it. A lot of you is because you are not married that you are thinking that if you were to marry, your pimples will disappear. But I can take you around, even in this service, and I can see even five married women whose pimples have increased. They are here. Honey? If you deprive God's house, he is calling money meat. Which means that something else is meat. And that something else, you are not capable of finding it yourself. So when you pay your tithes, then God ensures that the things you can generate for your life, which is your real need, is provided. You've not seen a man with a beautiful wife who is chasing... I mean, you don't even know what type of... She looks like a lizard or something. When all the men on the left from here, all the men here, when they see your wife, wow! Dangerous curves ahead. Dangerous curves ahead. Drive carefully. But you have her. But she doesn't because there is something a man needs. That is hardly money. It's hardly a car. Hardly a cave. There's always something. I traveled to Kumasi and something happened to me there. I'm sure it will make me happy for the next 40 years. One afternoon, something happened to me. It changed me permanently. I didn't have it. But I had money. And I still needed it. No man could have given it to me. But God gave it to me. It's my meat. I wrote it down. And when I look at it, a million cities can't give me that feeling. 
said, did I say CDs? Forgive me. 100 million pounds. A man's life does not consist. The real meat for your life is not value view bread. Do you know value view bread? The real meat for your life is not bread of life. Do you know bread of life? It's not the heaven bread of life. There's bread of life on earth. The real meat for your life is not so below. I want to ask you from today, young man, I've gone to write exams that two hours before the paper, I was heading towards the examination room and a guy called me and asked me a question. I didn't know the answer. So I opened the book and checked and explained things to him. When I entered the exam room, it was question one. I came out of the exam hall. In three weeks' time, the marks that came, I was at the top. That, that guy is questioning. The meat for your life. I, I'm, I, I, I'm happy you have a job. But that's not the source of your meat. You can earn a salary, buy food with it, and you can't eat it. Solomon says in Ecclesiastes that there is a man. God gives him everything his heart desires. But he doesn't give him the power to eat it. You can have food. It's not enough to have food. It's also important. One day, a brother came to my church. We're here, we're here. And he managed to marry one of my girls. As soon as he got her and married her, he vanished. But I was there after 10 years. He came back because you are a fool to think that having the girl is enough. You also need power. But when he went, he realized that ah, I have hell, but I don't have power to eat. Then he realized in the Bible that God doesn't just give you a wife, but he also gives you power to eat. Highlighted power to eat. Highlighted in red, power to eat. So when you come and walk around and you get a job and you go, one brother in an Adenta bread of life, he was in every prayer meeting. I'm talking about meat. He was with us. And one day, God blessed him with a motorbike. I'm sure you know the story. He stopped coming to church. Be very careful. When you get a job and you leave the church, it's not enough. You also need power to eat the job. Be very careful when you get a car. And because you think you've got it. 
So you don't need a check. There will God, God, God will make sure that you never live without him. He will always make himself important to you. And one of the things he uses as a trump card is the power to eat. So when you get food, it's not enough. When you get a house, anybody who builds a house and moves in, that should be the time you ma- Ah! I was in Kumasi, we were passing somewhere and the pastor driving me pointed to a house. He said, do you see this house? One of our pastors owned it. He built this about 10 years ago. As, just as you moved in, armed robbers entered the house. I will not co- go on to talk about what happened in the house. When everything ended, he had to move out of the house. The house was there for 10 years. He said, he's, he, they are, They are coming back next week. They are coming back next week after 10 years or 8 years. Because certain things have changed. When I saw the house, I took note of it because then I realized that it's not enough to have a house. You can have a house and not have the power to eat the house. Ace is everywhere. You can have a degree and not have power to eat the degree. I'm saying that when you are, as we are here, if you get a degree, that is even when you must be more stable because you need the power to eat it here. You don't seem to understand. Should I speak tree? Oh, it's serious. And that's why, you, okay. My sister. If you get pregnant and you have your child, don't come and wave your wedding ring with us and don't come and, hey, 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 Billy Rubin, sit down. Don't sit by these women who don't have children. It's not easy to be pregnant. Move this way. Beautiful. One day, you'll remember that there's something called power to eat that child. People have children they can't eat. She has a daughter in the house, but she can't eat anything from her. Strangers are eating. The reason why we pay our tithes is that God is the only person who gives us power. As I'm talking now, somebody here has bought a TV, big screen. It is in a box. I don't know who the person is. I heard it right now. It's been two months. You can have an 80-inch screen. Even watch it. 
but there is no feelings. Meanwhile, somebody is watching his own on a, on a, a mobile phone screen and he's happy. One day I was going to High Street, Accra, Barclays Bank High Street from Kolebu. It was around 5 p.m. And as I was going, I passed through Jamestown. Oh. I saw, I saw about three women. You see, certain parts of Accra, when you come out of your bedroom, you're on the road. There's something like Valanda, Valanda or Corridor or like Porch, Porch, Porch. When you come out, oh, the street is the hall. But I saw three women, big women. I remember they had cloths around them and they were sitting down by a table with beer. And one, one of them said something. And one of them laughed and raised her leg. I was a medical doctor consultant, but I was depressed in my car. That day, I realized that no matter where you are, you can be happy there. That you don't need a mansion to be happy. Today, if you go home and they ask you, what did that man preach about? Tell him that the man said there, is, there are some three words in life. You need to know the three words. What are the three words? Power to eat. That is the real meat. And when you deprive God's house of his meat, you will marry beautiful. Wait it. But this is not the end. It's not enough. It's not enough to have a husband. It's important to have the power to eat the husband. Rise to your feet. Lift your two hands and pray to God that you will not joke with the tithes. You will not joke with the tithes. That you will not joke with the tithe, Lord. Well, you know, so, I mean, you can joke with it. Mm. That you will not joke with it. Ah, you will get the job. Hey, you will get the wife. You will have the son. But there's something called what? How to eat. Lift your two hands. The problem is not money. Don't, don't be too for money. Lift your hands and pray. Tight is a very important thing. So Jesus himself taught about the tight. He made reference. This ought ye to have done. 
And some of you, you tight your money, but you don't tight your strength. Yeah. You don't tight your comforts. I don't know who painted a picture of God as a, as a, as a father Christmas. Who doesn't know what he's doing and he's just walking about sharing gifts. Who painted that picture of God to you? Is it possible to, to lift up your two hands and pray? That from today, you will never eat. From, from, from this, when this service ends, go to the pastoral care office and go and get your tight number. Your tight number. Lift your two hands. Make sure you have your tight number. You don't know God. You don't know God. You can play with anything, but don't play. Three things you must not joke with. The tights. The anointing. And his presence. Suni Mama. Siano Ma. Adiaka. Katuma. Katuma. Mandiados. Kabala Bababa. Mandino Nemo Simahanda Kata. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I've heard your word. I've heard your word. It will change something in me. I'll be obedient from today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. I would like you to please bow down your head. There is somebody who has come into the service and wants to surrender his life to Jesus. You know everything happening here is because of Jesus. It's all because of Jesus. If you don't know him, if you are not born again, if he's not your master, oh, no, 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 no. It's not part of your conduct. The ethos of the church is to make sure you have Jesus Christ. It's the ethos. And as every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again, Pastor, please. I want to be born again, Pastor. Please pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here, if you are here, if you are here, if you are here and you want to take the step to give your life to Christ, please lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes. Yes. Lift your hand high above your head. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high, high. I see your hand. Lift it high above your head. Yes. If I'm to die now, I don't know where I'm going. But today, I want to surrender my life. I want to be born again. A new beginning. A quality decision. A quality decision. A quality decision. A quality decision. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. And if your hand is lifted up, I want you to come to me here. Come. Take your Bible and come. Come to me here. Clap your hands for him. She's coming. Beautiful. Come, my dear.
Clap your hands. Somebody is coming to Jesus. Keep clapping. They are coming. Come and surrender to Jesus. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. I belong. I'm about to pray. If you are standing there and you feel that seriously you are not born again, you are not born again. I'm about to shut the door, but I want, I'm opening it for you to sneak in right now. Come and join them right now, right now, right now, right now. Clap your hands for him. God bless you. Let's close our eyes, please. Let's bow down our heads. Beautiful. 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 But those in front, please lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands, please. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Oh, say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today I come to you. Today I come to you. As a sinner. As a sinner. I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Today. Today. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. And make me your child. And make me your child. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For the many bad things I have done. For the many bad things I have done. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. My life is destroyed. My life is destroyed. But I know that you can restore. But I know that you can restore. You can wash my sins. You can wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Today. Today. Please. Please. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And receive me. And receive me. As your child. As your child. Thank you. Thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. I am born again today. I am born again today. I will grow. I will grow. In the Lord. In the Lord. Say Satan. Satan. It's over for you. It's over for you. You are not my master anymore. You are not my master anymore. I've met Jesus. I've met Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. He's my master. He's my master. Say, I am born again. 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 I thank you. I thank you. Father. Father. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you see the pastors who are waving their hands? The woman and the man. Can you see them? Yes. They are going to take care of you. Because now you are a baby. No, I know I can see your beard. But spiritually, if we leave you, you will not survive. Somebody must talk to you. Somebody must help you. Somebody must pray with you. Somebody must correct you. And help you. Till one day, in the spirit also, you have a beard like this. So, don't joke with two things. This decision you've taken, it's not the end. 
there's now a new life you must live. And they will help you. Everything they say, just do it. Whatever they tell you, just obey. Okay? And this is now your church. Are you angry? Why are you smile beautiful? Why are you, you are, smile? Why do you smile? You are nice. Mm. Don't be. Do you know Nebuchadnezzar? Have you heard of Nebuchadnezzar? You know him. You know he had an idol. Have you seen the face of the idol before? So always smile like this. Okay. So I'm. What's your name? Deborah. Oh, that's a leader. She she was a judge. Do you know her? Ebe. So these are your pastors. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come. I'm surprised you're not clapping. Oh, keep clapping. It's great to belong to Jesus. Don't stop clapping. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I now want to invite you also. I've invited them to know Jesus. I'm now inviting everyone to the Lord's table. It's one of your promotions in life to be seated at the Lord's table. And I want to ask all the leaders, every leader, make sure the people you are taking care of come to church with their communion. It's part of your ethos. Take out your communion. Take it. This is my body which was broken for you. Stand to your feet. Bring. This is my blood which was shed for you. The body and the blood. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood Whoever. shall have eternal life. Beautiful. Oh, for my flesh is beating deep. This is me. And my blood is drinking deep. This is me. Oh, the cup of blessing which it bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. Come on. The bread which we break. It will sustain you. It will make you whole. It will give you life. When I see the blood, I see the blood. I'll pass over you. I will pass over you. Lift your bread. Say, This is my meat. This is my meat. This is the flesh of Jesus. This is the flesh of Jesus. 
it's the body of Christ. It's the body of Christ. As I eat it, as I eat it, I'm joining myself to the church. I'm joining myself to the church. I will behave well in the church. I will behave well in the church because of this bread. Because of this bread. Say the bread of life. The bread of life. The bread of angels. The bread of angels. The bread of heaven. The bread of heaven. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. God called prophet Elijah, sent him on a long journey. For 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days, 40 Elijah nights. Elijah needed supernatural strength. He needed it. Oh, prophet Elijah. Yes. Take this meat and eat the he meat. He ate it. He oh, ate the bread. It will sustain yes. you. It will make you whole. It will give you life when I see the blood. Oh, oh, when I see the blood, oh, I will pass over you. Mm, the precious blood of Jesus. Let your cup. Say the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Say I'm drinking blessings. I'm drinking blessings. I'm drinking healing. I'm drinking healing. I'm drinking power. I'm drinking power. Say, this is my power tonic. This is my power tonic. As I drink it. As I drink it. I receive power. I receive power. To live for Jesus. To live for Jesus. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, Palola Bosa, bless us all. Let this promotion we have received in the church to sit at the table of Christ. Let it also be transferred into promotion in our academic life. Amen. Promotion in our businesses. Amen. Promotion in ministry. Amen. Promotion in our marriages. Amen. Promotion in every area, Lord. Promote the Jesus. Amen. To oversee big things. Amen. Promote Basenta leaders. Promote them to have many sheep. Amen. Promote them with anointings. Amen. Promote them with favor. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may please be seated.